Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tapped that keg. I'm just here. He's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Well, correction, 10 years and counting, it's now 11 years. Actually, this is the 11th anniversary of Just Here for the Beer Radio. Rick Mohabir, Joe Leary, from the John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. And you remember, uh, it was October of 2010. Yeah, everybody was, had Olympic fever, and breweries were springing up all over the landscape. And we happened to be doing a beer show that all of a sudden, oh, there's a robocall. Never mind that. Um, but we happened to be doing a beer show, and uh, next thing you know, all of a sudden, it sort of it sort of pivoted towards more in the craft industry. Correct. We started with a beer and barbecue concept, but there's not a lot of barbecue uh, budgeting going on in October. That's so correct. we just said, you know, let's just do a beer show, and, and here we are 11 years 11 later. 11 years later. So cheers, my cheers. good man. To Thank the late, you, great sir. Colin Jack, and we'll talk more about him. Cheers also to Cheers. Nick Fengler, the uh, brewmaster of uh, Old Yale Brewing in the Valley. How are you, sir? I am doing well. Where did, we, well. Where did you join us on this journey? It's probably about five years in, something like that, six years in. Uh, yeah, so I I joined probably about six years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah first, you were, you were teaching at uh, Quantlin at that point, weren't you? Yeah, I was at Quantlin, and then I was at Ravens Brewing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so... Um, I think the last time we saw you was probably about six months ago, thereabouts. Uh, yeah. You know, we don't need to dwell on what's <laughs> gone down with, you know, masking and distancing and all that good stuff. But um, how's, how's, how's the biz? Are you been busier than ever? Yeah, it's, um, well, it's been an interesting year. I mean, like you said, it's been restrictions up and down and back up and who knows what's going on next. But uh, we've tried to keep ahead of the curve as, mes- as best we could. Um, and it's been it hasn't busy we've been we've been growing a lot and preparing for future expansions and things like that um 2020 as a year on its on its own was yeah. really weird yeah um a lot of people drank a lot of beer so it made <laughs> forecasting la- this year a little bit tricky because yeah where, gonna where, they gonna, where are they gonna fall <laughs> so i know you guys have your own canning line in-house and, yep. and was it a big quote-unquote pivot because everybody uses that word mm. was it a big pivot for you how, how did things change for you um no so we were really lucky uh we were uh, like you said we have our own canning canning line in-house and uh, a large uh portion of our business is based around packaged product so uh we did end up expanding and and uh adding a few things to our packaging line to I- increase the efficiencies and, and speed. But, um, but yeah, we were really lucky, I would say. So uh, we, were, we were able to add a fifth head and, and basically increase our, our capacity for packaging by about 20%. Uh, give or take. Our guest is Nick Fengler, the brewmaster of Old Yale Brewing, just here for the Beer Radio, our 11th anniversary show from the John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. We have not done a Valley Day. We're planning to do one in November. Uh, we need to, you know, share some love and spread the good <laughs> word and go out and see you. But I remember the last time we were there, you got a really nice tasting. I've not been there since you had your outdoor area. Mm. 
And if I recall correctly, you're in a nice little development where I guess you can expand relatively easily. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> we uh, we're at one one end of a of a warehouse unit, I suppose you could call it, and uh, we're slowly moving towards the other end, taking over units as we go. Um, we were really lucky as well that because of that sort of the end that we occupy, we were able to take over essentially the whole parking lot oh, wow. and make that into an outdoor patio space. So for the last year, 18 months, we've had a, a 5,000 square foot patio. Um, unfortunately, that is getting <laughs> put on pause for the winter, but it yeah. will be back next year. Um, yeah. So was, was the city very much on board with that or did they kind of... Yeah, so we, uh, they were very flexible, especially when everything first happened. Nice so uh, originally, we, it was much smaller. Uh, I don't know, like maybe 1,200 square feet or something <laughs> like that. And then when, when all of this craziness started, we, uh, we got the okay to expand everything and, and shift some parking uh, spots around. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's been awesome. So we were able to grow the patio to, like I said, a massive amount. You're familiar with that big beer brand that's, that's brewing out in the, in the valley. <laughs> yeah, just around yeah. the corner. Well, but I yeah. want to tell you some, fu something funny, because we always talk about the camaraderie in, within the craft beer circle, yes. and you kind of think of the big guys as kind of the enemy, mm -hmm. but I'm told that they're always in your place. They are. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, there, actually, it's been really, really awesome. So over the last year, there's been a number of other breweries that also opened in Chilliwack. So we have Farmhouse Brewing just down the road from us. Right. Uh, Fieldhouse opened their second location. Uh, now in Chilliwac, mm -hmm. and then obviously there's there's the giant, yeah. <laughs> the sleeping giant, and uh, but you know like uh, I meet I've met with their brewmaster uh, a number of times, and he's a great guy. His name's also Nick. Okay, so that's a that's a yeah, good you start. You can't mess yeah. that yeah. one up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he's he's he kind of takes on this role of sort of like the I don't know the. The older brother or, like, uh -uh. friendly uncle or something yeah. like that. Where Not that he's actually that much older than me, but yeah. he uh, he always checks in. He's like, how are you guys doing? You well, need any help? But there's a lot of people. I know of a few uh, right now that have come through that. That's a good place to learn how to brew beer. Let's, let's, oh, let's sure. be perfectly honest. Uh, what have you got for us here today, sir? Is this, is this time for our 11th anniversary or what? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> um, so here I have our cold brew black lager. It's a limited release that... Actually, I don't know if he's even out yet. It might oh. be out. Wow. I, I don't pay attention to the right. dates very closely. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's our take on a German Schwartz beer, so a, a dark lager. And then we work together with Smoking Gun Coffee Roasters, which is a local coffee roaster uh, from the Fraser Valley who conveniently happened to just relocate from Abbotsford to Chilliwack. Ah. So they're now uh, in our neighborhood. And, yeah, so we... we we brewed this, and, and we uh, did kind of a special technique where we steeped the dark malts sort of after the, f the initial mash, and that's just to help really get a nice, smooth, low astringency beer. And then once the beer was uh, finished fermentation and, and just conditioning, we uh, conditioned it on a bunch of Brazilian-origin uh, coffee beans that he roasted to us well. for us. You did uh, preface by saying it's not very cold right now, but this is a fine product. You this know what? Really e even good. not cold, but <laughs> yeah. I kind of like it at this yeah. temperature because now you're I getting the so. full aroma. You're getting yeah. the full flavor. For all sure. of those things are coming through. Not that coffee, that dark black coffee bitterness to it. Mm. Uh, nice it. and chocolatey. Check it out. The cold brew black lager from Old Yale Brewing. 
in Chilliwack. Nick Fengler is the brewmaster, Old Yale Brewing. Thanks for joining us on our 11th anniversary show. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. I'm just here for the beer. Just Here for the Beer Radio is presented by Shop Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. With 25 locations from Vancouver to the Okanagan, BC's premier liquor shopping experience is something for everyone. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Every Angry Otter Liquor location has a trained team and a vast curated selection of the best beer from your neighborhood to the province. Check out Angry Otter Liquor on Facebook, Instagram, or angryotterliquor.crs for a list of locations. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female, and if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just here for the Beer Radio, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM, HD3. Well, very proud to say, of course, it is our 11th anniversary of the radio show. We started October of 2010, and who knew where the industry was going, and who knew that one day we'd be brewing beer, but we've been doing it now, a bunch of collabs for certain key events in our life, and certainly this is one of them. And we're so grateful to have good sponsors like Steve Forsyth of Off the Rail Brewing in East Vancouver, who along with Bomber Brewing are doing our 11th anniversary beer called A Hard Day's Light. Steve, it's such a pleasure to see you, my friend. How are you? I'm good, Joe. Thanks. Now, when we talked about doing a collab, and I don't know if a lot of people, non-beer types, understand what a collab means. Obviously, they know it's short for collaboration, but this literally means where two breweries get together and brew something up. Uh, yeah, that's right, Joe. Yeah, we've, um, we've been talking about it with Bomber for a long time, given that we're in the same block in, in East Vancouver, in East Vancouver. And uh, this was a great opportunity to actually put something together and, uh, and do a good beer. So the beer is, as described, it is light. It is a light IPA, which sound, kind of sounds like an oxymoron to me because generally IPAs have a, quite a bit of punch. But let's talk about how the concept came together. And, and I, I, we, was it based on the name or what exactly did we do? I think, well, you know, Craig, Craig had come to me after a conversation with you, I believe, and suggested that we do a collaboration. And, um, and, and we were all over it because it's been a long time. We've been talking about it a long time, even with their former brewer. So, uh, so once we got the idea, once we got the idea, we got the, actually got the idea from you doing it a hard day's light, given the Beatles theme, and and you can't go wrong with that, as far as I'm concerned. I sent it off to my designer uh, after looking at some old posters uh, for the movie Hard Day's Night, and we just came up with uh, with that look, and it's it's fabulous. It looks great. Well, I was going to say I, kudos because we've done a number of things over the years, and they usually are plays on words. We did a collab some years ago with uh, Dones, the late Dones Brewing, and we did Abir Road, and we found a street in East Vancouver that kind of looks like Abbey Road, and the four of us crossed the street. But this one I'm just so delighted because actually in my home, I've got this beautiful framed Hard Day's Night poster, and I can't wait to sort of have this one sort of off to the side. But let's talk beyond that. So once the concept is sort of considered, obviously we're doing something light, who was, how was the team, how does the creative team get together and figure out, okay, now let's make a beer to this name? Yeah, well, I think, I think part of it is, um, you know, IPAs are, are huge no matter what right now. Um, most people are drinking more of the East Coast style hazy IPAs. They're a lighter in terms of bitterness. So, you know, with the Hard Day's Light, it was pretty easy to put together a recipe between our, our two brewers, our two brewmasters, to, to fit that bill. So it's a light color, slightly hazy. 
Um, not a big hop bite, not a lot of bitterness, but a, a ton of that fruit forward kind of hop flavor that people associate with the East Coast IPAs. And do, do brewers easily collaborate, or sometimes are there creative differences between them, without mentioning any names of anybody? <laughs> as, as far as I know, um, everybody's pretty easygoing, and, and most, uh, most of the head brewers are easygoing and collab pretty easily. So the beer is uh, now available, and uh, we're going to m- make sure that we uh, tell folks exactly where you can purchase it. But um, is, what's business like these days? Because, again, these are well, we're getting to the end of the rather unusual period of our lives, or we think we are anyway. But what's, what's it been like with the vaccine passports and all that? Are, are people playing nice? Is everybody getting along and cooperating? They understand that rules are rules. Are everything good? Yeah, well, we've been, we've been pretty lucky here, Joe. We've, um, we haven't had any problems whatsoever. I think people are actually, um, are actually coming here because they know that it's a safe environment. You know, we know that we've mandated to have those vaccine passports, and they know that they can come here and feel safe because of that. Uh, you, know, we're still, we're, you know, we're still trials and tribulations of making it all work. Uh, the post-Labor Day blues, the, uh, the passport vaccine, where some people are uncertain about what they have to do. Um, you know, we're making it work. Can I make a suggestion for you? Yeah, of course. Vax Passport Pale Ale. <laughs> With a barcode on it? Or? Is it have to be a collab? Okay, no, it doesn't. It'd be an off-the-rail exclusive. Um, Steve Forsyth, it's so nice to, uh, for, for people like yourself to play along with what we've been doing, this nonsense we've been doing for now 11 years. But I'm so proud of this. I've yet to have my first sip of a hard day's light, but I know that the, the label alone is just going to blow people away. So thank you so much. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate, Joe, because it's really good beer. I tried some earlier this week. The label looks, um, looks amazing. It's awesome. And, uh, and it's a good beer. So, you know, we, we support that. We support you uh, for, for supporting us over the years, too. So it was, it was like I say, an easy decision. I know that you're off to uh, warmer climes for the next little while. Are you there on a beer scouting mission? You're, you're going to Portugal. Are you on a beer scouting mission, or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm always on a beer scouting mission, no matter where I go. Uh, my accountant tells me to say that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, bike, bike ride and a, and a bit of fun, hopefully. Well, safe travels, and we'll see you down the road soon. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Steve Forsyth from Off the Rail. With Alex Jobson, real estate advisor of City to Suburb Real Estate Group from the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Two decades of award-winning service, and Alex, what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor? Trust. No doubt in my mind, it needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending, on average, in this market, a million dollars, give or take. You need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel, downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. Just here for the Beer Radio is presented by Shop Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. With 25 locations from Vancouver to the Okanagan, BC's premier liquor shopping experience is something for everyone. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Every Angry Otter Liquor location has a trained team and a vast curated selection of the best beer from your neighborhood to the province. 
Check out Angry Otter Liquor on Facebook, Instagram, or angryotterliquor.crs for a list of locations. Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 6:50 a.m. and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's just here for the beer radio, and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just over a decade? How about 11 years? 11, 11 years, years of just here for the beer radio, uh, and this is our 11th anniversary show. Yes, we sir. Are so inordinately proud of the fact that we're broadcasting from the legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. The John B. have been so good to us over the years. This is a great location to come to, and if you've not been to the John B., I believe it's the biggest back bar yes, in the Tri-Cities or the Lower yeah. Mainland or southwestern B.C. or something. <laughs> it's a huge, huge back bar. Craig Robinson is the Director of Sales and Marketing for Bomber Brewing on Adnack yeah, Street in East Adnack. Van. And this is a special occasion, uh, Mr. Robinson. First of all, uh, you and your street mates, Steve Forsyth from Off the Rail Brewing, were so willing to get together and collaborate on a beer for our 11th anniversary. And we have come up with something that I just think the can is, if you are a fan of that four-piece band from Liverpool, (laughs) I think you're going to go, I like this a lot. It's called A Hard Day's Light. Well, the can and the creative, that was that was you, gents. I mean, we were just, we were part of the beer process. Yeah. But the idea and everything, I think you guys spearheaded that. And obviously, Steve and I being brewery neighbors and then also having a friendship outside of that. You know, it just made sense for, for us to do something together. And in all honesty, they were, before I was even at Bomber, they were talking about a collaboration for years. And it just never happened until this year. Well, that is that is great. And we are so proud of this yes. beer. We're so proud of the relationships we've we've carved out with these great breweries over the course of time and continue to do so. And, and again, I mean, this is not possible for a, if it's not for a you or for a Steve or and then again, your brewers need to get together. And I don't know how strong willed or strong headed sometimes they are. But what's it like when the two brewers say get together and collaborate? Well, both Mike and Brendan are a little bit more subdued, okay. you know, like they're not, they're not those alpha rah-rah guys, right? So, but I think they just, but they respect the process and they respect, you know, the flavors that are going to come out. And they worked extremely fast on it, actually. They both knew, as soon as we, we wanted to obviously do something that was a little bit UK based, right. you know, we've got, uh, yep. you know, the Liverpool, the Beatles and everything. So it was going to be a UK style beer. And Joe, this is what you and I had talked about as you know, both of our breweries are known a little bit more for using lager yeast. We wanted to do an IPA, right? It was just kind of something a little bit out of our comfort zones. We got out of that comfort zone, and from everybody who's kind of tried it, um, here at, at the very least, I mean, everything's been aces so far, right? Well, so, Rick, we've done, I believe, this is our seventh seventh, seventh yep. collab yep. beer in the, in the 11 years of the radio show. And each one has been fairly unique. And, again, all we say is at the end of the day, it's got to be a beer that, you know, the consumer is going to want to enjoy. So that's up to you. We just sort of have some input and help in promotion of, of the yeah, product. Yeah, and we want to have fun with it. We want to have fun with yeah, it. And, sure. again, at the end of the day, it's beer. Beer, yeah. is, beer is something exactly. you do for, for fun. You don't do it, you know, you know, I mean, the beer masters or brewmasters probably wouldn't like to hear me say that. It's serious business. I get that. But um, it's, it's so cool when you can actually throw some ideas around. But it's another thing to kind of get them from point A to point B. 
And uh, you, you guys have just been absolutely phenomenal with this. And well, you and I pride ourselves on being hopheads. And and generally, when you think of an IPA, you think of it a much more punchy IPA. This yeah. is a light uh, derivative of it at five percent, I believe it is. Five point five, yeah. 5. So, 5. well, I mean, we wanted to make something that was part That's of a little uh-huh. hard days, hard days, night, <laughs> yeah. hard days, light. No, we had to somehow it had yeah. to fit in, right? Yeah. So yeah. we did go five point five percent ABV, and then. 28 IBUs. So it is, as far as IPAs go, lighter scale. So, you know. But, I mean, I think that the flavor is definitely there. Nice like, and citrusy, not too, but beautiful. Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of feel like you get that punch of grapefruit in yeah, the face and then a little slight sucker punch of pineapple. So we have been, this goes back probably two months ago, I think the initial conversation we had, we were, or maybe three months July. ago. It was, it was July. It was July. Okay. And we were talking about the anniversary and, and the collab because, you know, again, off the rail directly across the street or not directly, yeah. but in the same block as, as Bomber Brewing. And we wanted to do something collaborative. You wanted to have like a charitable element to it and, and all that good sort of stuff. But, um, you know, so a couple things have to happen to, in order to make these things work. A, you need the support of both breweries to collab. You need support of both brewers to work well together or want to work well together. And then you need a concept and you need a, a, a flavor profile. But it just came, kind of came off seamlessly. And we are only, we're recording the show on Tuesday afternoon. Yes. This is airing on Sunday night, but it's, we record the show several days prior. And this is the first sips that you and I and our producer Greg Ballack have had. Craig, uh, how many people have put their lips on these glasses of, of, of Hard Day's Light, and what's the feedback been? You opened the f- second can. The second can, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, Brendan actually opened up one today, right? and um, basically him and I tried it. He had to give me his impressions of what and what what, what was his impression? It was the punch of grapefruit to the yeah. face yeah. and... And that little, little slight pineapple, pineapple yeah. on the finish, yeah. Right. So how do you think this will be received? And, is, of course, I'm assuming it's going to be available in the uh, tasting room at, at Bomber Brewing. It's available at Off the Rail right now at the John B. Pouring. Only draft being poured right now is uh, Bomber Brewer's tasting room uh, and the, the John B. right the now. The Gullin North Van is going to take it. Yeah, uh, Gullin's going to take it, yep. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple other on-trade places, but really there wasn't a lot of 50-liter kegs. There was 850s. Right. So right. it's it, we, we wanted to make sure that we... And we talked about this. We wanted yeah. to get a lot of cans out in yeah. market. Yeah. Yeah. And the label's great, and it's got oh, your mugs on it. So it's amazing. Might as well. It's amazing. Craig Robinson. Um, sorry, I have to yeah. chime in because we talked about this when we first had the meeting. The, the, it, yes. All uh, proceeds from this beer and this whole experience that we're doing here are going to Celebrating Sisters. Um, so all of our partners, you guys, everybody's contributing to Celebrating Sisters, and that's where the profits and the proceeds are going from this well, and, and, and that was one of the things that you mandated initially when we had the conversation. You said, do you mind if, and of course, no, absolutely not. But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's nice to know that you're doing some good at the same time as yeah, you're enjoying some people, good beer. People helping people, and that's what we wanted to do. That's what it's all about. Well, Craig Robinson, it's uh, always a pleasure. It's uh, 11 years. We, I think, Bomber, you, you joined the, uh, the circus here about three <laughs> or four years ago. It's been a, been a fun time since. We've now got a beer out together, and, uh, you know, we won't, wait, we won't wait for the 22nd anniversary no, to do another no. collab. But, it was uh, fun, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for your support. Yeah, Cheers. Take care. Cheers.
I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just here for the Beer Radio and Sportsnet, 6.50 a.m., also 96.9 FM HD3. I'm Joe Larry, taking a break from our regular, normally uh, planned festivities. We're over in Courtney, British Columbia, where my radio career actually began way back when. Mike Struthers-Stewart is a bartender at Gladstone Brewing. Mike, pleasure. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, so how long has Gladstone been on the face of the earth? We've been here for now for about six and a half years. What was the uh, the response when uh, the first door and the first beer opened and was poured? Like, has it been immediate? Has it, I mean, you're packed. You're slammed right now. We're on a we're on a Thursday afternoon here, and the place is slammed. So yeah, business started off slow, but as we were the second brewery to open up here in the valley, um, it's definitely picked up since then. Yeah. Do you have a distinct style of what Gladstone is about? I mean, you obviously you got a pretty wide variety of beers. Like, why don't you tell me what's what's the most popular beer? Most popular beer for us right now is probably our Pilsner. It's definitely a cult classic. It's super floral and crisp, um, and it definitely puts other pilsners underneath it, for sure. Okay, so tell me about your head brewer and uh, what is uh, his or her background, and what would you say is the, the, the attitude of Gladstone Brewing? Yeah, so when we first opened up, Daniel, our owner, was the head brewer. Um, that happened for about two years, and then we got TAC in. Uh, TAC is brewed all over Vancouver Island and the Lower Mainland, um, as well as the Sunshine Coast. Um, he's absolutely great. He is a complete perfectionist. He is not happy with the beer, even if it tastes slightly off, and he'll make a whole batch straight from scratch just because of that. So what, um, what is your personal beer taste? I mean, I, I'm late to the sour. I mean, I, I'm now into sours, but I can't have a whole lot of them. But I couldn't even have had or tolerated a sour a year ago. Five years ago, I couldn't have tolerated an IPA. So I've, my palate has definitely grown. What, what would you say your, your preference is beer-wise? Yeah, so I'm kind of the same way. Like, before I started working here, I was not a big beer fan. Um, but now, it has definitely grown. I love IPAs. Um, Red Ale's really nice. Even darker beers with a nice malt to it, like a porter during the winter. Yeah. Where, uh, what, if people that have not, say, been to Courtney, where would you uh, advise them? Like, how do they get to Gladstone, and what, what do you think? For, I see there's also a kitchen. I see Burger Bar. Is there good food here as well? Yeah, we have out-of-this-world burgers. Um, our cooks are way overqualified to be cooking burgers, which means that they put out some pretty amazing burgers. Um, yeah, the easiest way to get here is once you get on the Comox Valley Parkway from the Inland Island Highway, you hop on Cliff Avenue, and you drive straight all the way to 4th Street, and then you're right at us. It's Gladstone Brewing. Mike, thank you so much, man. Cheers. Thank you very much. Have a good one. With Alex Jobson, real estate advisor of City to Suburb Real Estate Group from the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Two decades of award-winning service. And Alex, what is the most important thing to look for when one seeks out a real estate advisor? Trust. No doubt in my mind. It needs to be trust. The governing bodies in our area for real estate um, put in place uh, things to protect you. However, you are spending, on average, in this market, a million dollars, give or take. You need to be able to trust the realtor that you're asking to help you. And in your nearly two decades, you have built trust as well. You can find out some testimonials on citytosuburb.ca. He's Alex Jobson, real estate advisor, City to Suburb Real Estate Group of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. Listening to 
Just here for the beer radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3. Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's just here for the beer radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Over a decade indeed. This is the 11th anniversary, the 11th yes, year sir. of doing Just Here for the Beer Radio. Yeah. I think that's, that bears some acknowledgement. And uh, who better to have than some of our longtime friends and supporters? Mike Sharpham is the beer educator of Granville Island Brewing, doing great things on the island. Good to see you, man. How are you? Good to see you. Doing well. Congrats on the 11 years. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. If you were there year one, day one, you wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> this, this thing ain't going to last. <laughs> yeah, but it did. Uh, so what's going on on Granville Island? How's uh, how's the, the the current world we live in with the, the vaxxed up and the masks and the mandates? And is, is, is life getting back to normal where you are? Oh, yeah. It's always exciting uh, getting getting back towards normal. Uh, we've got our tap room open. We've got some events happening again. Nice. Uh, so we've got trivia going on again, which we used to have every every week. And, um, yeah, if you're all vaxxed up, we've got our patio still going, and we've got uh, uh, all the seating inside. Not doing any tours at the moment yet. We stopped that uh, when everything sort of slowed down. Haven't restarted yet, but we're looking at maybe – getting that going uh, again in the near future. Uh, it's not too soon to start talking about Christmas because we're like two months away. And and that means that people are going to be getting together, whether they be, you know, office staffs or maybe maybe doing, uh, you know, renting out the room or doing a buyout or whatever it happens to be. Is there plans afoot? Because I think this Christmas is going to make up for last Christmas. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah, I'm not sure if we've got any bookings, what we're doing. I'd have to check with our, yeah. our site manager. Oh. Uh, we'll definitely be open. Um, but, uh, yeah. Come on down. We have we haven't been there for a while. You always rave about their burger too. Oh well, I mean, come on, Joe. Every every time we go out, we're always eating, yeah, right? Are, and exactly. and when I tell you it's a three napkin burger, yeah. that that's how juicy and flavorful <laughs> that that burger is. It's been crazy. Uh, let's talk about beer. What's uh, what's going on? What's going in the tanks? What's coming out of them? And what's the response? Yeah, uh, we've got some fun new stuff in the taproom series. You know, the small batch limited release stuff. Uh, so we've got a um, a. Belgian Golden Strong uh, that's just coming out right now, and a lovely Saison. Uh, our Saison's been a, an award winner in the past years, so we're just doing a, doing a slight variation on that this year as well. Uh, next month, we're going to have a very fun, very interesting um, Cheeky Monkey is what we're calling it. Ooh. We're sort of taking the banana um, and spice flavors of a Hefeweizen and working in some chocolate and vanilla to sort of get like oh a uh, banana split. Uh, Sunday sort of thing going on. Well, as as we sit here congratulating ourselves <laughs> on 11 years, I think it bears note that Granville Island Brewing have just won some pretty significant awards. Yeah, there was just the World Beer Awards. Just the recently. World Beer just Awards. The world beer just the World Beer Awards. Beer awards. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so we got uh, uh, six awards at the World Beer Awards. Um, one for Best in Country, uh, which was our uh, Peach Sour, which won the uh, the category for Best Canadian uh, flavored sour, uh, and then we also got silver medals for our English Bay, um, our classic Pilsner, uh, the German style Pilsner, um, our Sip Easy, and uh, our in our small batch program our Juice Box IPA, which is very exciting. So, how much input do you get? I know you're on the island and you're in that small batch. So, do you get to to kind of give your your two cents worth? Yeah, we we just sort of sit down and it's uh, uh, sort of myself, a brewer, uh, someone from marketing. We just sort of you know kick ideas back and forth. What flavors are we liking? What are we seeing in market? What do we think is going to do well? And it's just uh, we just sort of decide amongst the group of us what 
we want to drink, what we want uh, to see out there, and what we think people really connect with. I think also part of the process, and we tell this story, so uh, the, the Jerkface 9000, which is made by P49, yeah. and they basically every Friday afternoon would do a think tank, and each department head would have to sit around. It was a hot, sweaty day. They needed to name this beer, and someone just went, oh, I don't know, well, I'll just call it Jerkface 9000. Everyone, yeah, okay, we're done. Because <laughs> I think the naming process is part of the fun, too. Oh, yeah, and it can also be one of like the tricky parts, yeah. you know, because you start, you have a great idea, and it's like a great beer pun. Uh, and then you got to ask yourself, is it too dumb of a beer pun, mm -hmm. or is it just right? And then you look, and someone else has already used it, so you got to go right back, <laughs> back to the drawing to board. One. So yeah. I can totally imagine as you get later into the meeting, uh, and you Google the 17th beer name, you're like, that one's taken too, that you're going to end up with Jerkface 9000. <laughs> Mike Sharpum, the beer educator from Granville Island Brewing, on our 11th anniversary show from the John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. But let's get back to the uh, the awards process, because, again, you know, one could argue that maybe there's too many festivals, there's too many places where you can go and win this or win that. But when you look at anything on the national scale or on the global scale, that is mighty impressive. So you, you must be very proud. Yeah, no, it's it's great to see, uh, especially with the the peach uh, uh, winning the the best in its category in Canada, uh, is is fantastic, and uh, we'll be bringing that again next year. Obviously, we're approaching the seasonal change. Uh, we've got a couple new beers coming out. Obviously, the Lions Winter Ale is coming back. It's a classic. Um, and then uh, what we did last year, doing it again this year with the Cranberry Orange Wheat Ale. Um, so looking forward to having some of those around uh, for some of the upcoming competitions to get to enter those in. Uh, as opposed to just the summer beers. and Now, when yeah. you guys start looking at beers to, to submit, because, I mean, there's a huge amount of categories. I believe yeah. there's over 200 different categories. Um, who who kind of makes that decision? Do you guys all sit down together, or is that your brewer going, yeah, I, go, I want this one? On, on this one, it was just me. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they're all they're all in the categories they're in. Uh, we did the English Bay, which is just a classic English-style pub ale. Uh, we entered that as an English Mild, which we, we often do because it fits in beautifully in that category. In that category uh, just that nice caramel malt, smooth, light, delightful. Um, so most of them are pretty true to style, which makes it pretty easy to just pick mm -hmm. that category. Um, in, this, in the Taproom series, we do have some very interesting hybrid styles. Uh, I think I tried with you guys last time uh, the Amethyst, the Purple Sour yes. that we're doing. Yes. That was so nice. that one's a little bit strange as to where exactly we fit that. So we definitely chatted a bit about where we, we thought that one made the most sense. Nice. But yeah. I noticed you didn't bring me any Granville Island brewing wrapping paper, so I, know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with my presents this year, man. But I, I think, think it might be a little early for that. I joke. think yeah. you know what? <laughs> Just it's, a little. Bit. It's two months away, <sighs> and we were talking on the, on the ride over yes. here. How fast time flies! Oh. Next thing, next you blink, it'll be Christmas Eve. Yeah, it, yeah seriously, sure. will. But um, we need to do a little trip to uh, Granville Island for the, uh, the three napkin burger. Yeah, um, and also the uh, the store. The store is um, uh, legendary and, and yeah. lots of good merchandise. Yeah, we actually have it set up for home delivery. Right Right now, uh, we don't have the store itself open. You yep. can order everything online and come pick it up or order through the window and we'll bring it out front to you. Um, but uh, we just sort of changed how we had it set up uh, during COVID and we'll be doing a lot of delivery out of there. So we've just kept it sort of set up that way. So the nice thing is if you're buying a few bucks worth of beer and just want it delivered to your home in the lower mainland, we got you covered for free. Well, awesome. we would not be here 11 years later were it not for great sponsors and supporters like Granville Island Brewing. Mike Sharpham, the beer educator. Always a pleasure, sir. And uh, we will see you down the road. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. buddy.
I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just Here for the Beer Radio is presented by Shop Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. With 25 locations from Vancouver to the Okanagan, BC's premier liquor shopping experience is something for everyone. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Every Angry Otter Liquor location has a trained team and a vast curated selection of the best beer from your neighborhood to the province. Check out Angry Otter Liquor on Facebook, Instagram, or angryotterliquor.crs for a list of locations. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Not just any show at the John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam, the 11th anniversary show of Just Here for the Beer Radio yeah, folks, 11 years later, we're blink still around. Blink of an eye, Mr. <laughs> blink, Larry. Blink, blink of, of an eye. Blink of an eye. Joe Larry, along with Rick Mohibir from Just Here for the Beer, justhereforthebeer.com. You can also look into brewery tours. Correct. Just Here for the Beer at JHFTB, as you heard the big voice announcer say um, on social media. Look who it is. It's Andrew yeah. Schumann, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew Schumann hey, from guys. Whistler Brewing Company. Always a pleasure. We don't see you often enough, and every time we do, I think this guy probably brings more <laughs> beer to us than anybody. So you're we're one of our We're not complaining, Andrew. We're not complaining. Got to take care of my crew. Well, Especially no, 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 11th no, no. anniversary, guys. Congratulations. It, 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 it's uh, it's wonderful to be here. Yeah. Thanks for uh, for having me. It's amazing. I mean, again, we, we don't want to dwell on it too much. Uh, the origins of the show, we started off uh, very early on with a very sour note when uh, my original uh, co-host and, and your colleague, Colin Jack, passed away. Uh, three shows in, and we were already, we had booked the next radio show, we had paid for the next radio show, and, and Rick and I had that difficult conversation. It was like, well, let's, we got to keep this thing going. And, sure. and last year, we were able to celebrate with Colin's father, who unfortunately we've lost since that 10th anniversary Correct. show. So it's been a very emotional time. There's been some highs, there's been some lows, but you know, it's, it's, it's courtesy of the great sponsors and support we get from people like yourself and Whistler Brewing that allow this to occur. So we are delighted to see you. And as I said, you always bring more beer than everybody else. So <laughs> you, you, want, you want go to the top of the list in terms of great guests. <laughs> well, thanks how, so much. How have you been? Because I think the last time we had you on the program, I think we were deep in the heart of COVID. And uh, I think you and I met like in a secret location or something. <laughs> three right. back alley. Ten, ten yeah. feet in apart. Fact, you know what? You're yeah. not that far off, Rick. Yeah, it was, it was something <laughs> like that. But uh, how has everything been going uh, through Whistler? Everything's been uh, been good. You know, things have been uh, picking up. I, I feel like, uh, you know, there's some, some life starting to breathe back into uh, into just, uh, you know, people coming to the brewery and, and Whistler in general. You know, it, it felt like it was a busier year this year. Uh, you know, more faces. It looked like the village was picking up uh, at the tap house. We've had a lot more visitors. Um, you know, we're we're filling up the place regularly, um, at least to to whichever capacity we uh, we keep it to. And um, and so things are starting to slowly, you know, come back to life. And I think you know, 
I'm I'm optimistic that we're gonna have a good good uh, you know fall winter season and uh, and hopefully that just continues to scale up. For those that aren't familiar with, with, with Whistler Brewing Company, uh, and you've got a couple of nuggets in your stable of, of portfolio beers that are just, like one of them which you have in front of you, the Chestnut Ale, which is Rick. And you, it's, you're more of a gourmet <laughs> on the food side than I am. I'm sure you've tried that in a stew so or chili or something. Chestnut Ale has been, especially in the fall season and, and winter season, has traditionally been always in my fridge i love the creaminess i love the milk chocolatey like it it's just bang on for me now that said i've introduced this to my girlfriend and her daughters and they've looked at it and they're like this is beer this just does not fit that concept so i think the first beer i ever had was lucky lager and I was in my dad's fridge, or or O'Keefe Extra <laughs> Old Stock, which we know knew as High Test. I think that was the first beer I tried. Aging yourself a little bit there, I, I, I am, but we've come a long way since. For sure. And, and you know what? Probably when Chestnut Ale was introduced, there probably was those beer deniers. Yes. I went, this isn't beer. This is beer. This is beer. And this is beer in 2021. This is what beer should be, things like this. And, the, you know, the, uh, the Chestnut Ale's been around now for uh, – for uh, for a good little while, and still every year when you start getting into end of August, early September, people start, you know, emailing us and um, and asking when's the Chestnut Ale coming out. So it's always a uh, you know it's a it's a go-to beer. It's it's one of Whistler's best, and yeah, people just love it and, and enjoy it. Now, what is it joined by today? Because I see a few other things there. What well, we've got, got a couple of new things here. So I'll start with uh, our Mountaineer Pilsner. So it's a, it comes in an eight pack, and yeah, we just launched that earlier this year, and uh, and yeah, we're pretty excited about it. So um, you know, getting Whistler into uh, it's an eight pack, and uh, you know, a nice crisp, uh, great tasting Pilsner, um, easy to crush at any time. And in addition to that, we also have a, a little specialty uh, beer here as well, which is our um, Forged Axe Lumberjack Kavik Ale. So this is a bit more of a small batch run that, uh, that we've done. We've partnered. I, I know that Kavik is a, is a, is a yeast. It's a yes, style it is. of yeast. Okay, I, see, I was just going to show you how much I've Absolutely. learned in, in 11 Joe's years. Joe's been paying attention yes. in class. Yes, Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> it's got Scandinavian background. So forged axe, axe throwing, Vikings, it all seems to come together. And then you try the beer, and that just, just, just you know, takes you over the top. And so Forged Axe is actually an axe-throwing uh, company where you can go with your friends and uh, actually throw axes and, and have competitions, and it's just right in Function Junction. So those guys came over. We partnered with them. We wanted to you know, promote them a bit because it's been a tough year and get their name out so that uh, there's some recognizability throughout you know, Whistler and the Sea to Sky and get people uh, visiting. And you know, after you go and throw some axes, and go and have a couple of pints, and uh, and Whistler will be yeah. uh, probably well probably there. probably have the pints after. after the throwing that's right. You yes. want to keep those fingers <laughs> and toes <laughs> exactly. Uh, Andrew, we've we've talked l many years now with you, and we've often said we need to do a show from Whistler yes. at Function Junction. We need I to totally get up agree. there. The last year and a half has been a write-off, but can we table that maybe for 2022? Because uh, I would I, love you're, doing, to, you're doing great things there. I would love to absolutely do that, and uh, it'd be great to host you guys. And you are more than welcome. So let's uh, let's get that going, and uh, maybe we can get some of our uh, 
our local neighbors to join us as well. For he's, sure. he's two he's two things. He's consistent. He's on, on two things. He's always the person <laughs> with the most beer. I try. And he's also <laughs> he's the last the person to ever arrive. But we love him. We love him we still. We love him to death. We love Worcester <laughs> Brewing love Company. right back. And Andrew Shunin, always a pleasure. I know we're not going to see you, I mean, at least radio-wise, until 2022. Is it weird to say have a good, good holiday? holiday. <laughs> Is it too early? <laughs> I don't Is know, man. It it's early? not even Halloween yet. <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you what. We look forward to seeing you in three to four months or whatever it may be, and, and all the best to you and everybody at Worcester Brewing. And thanks so much. It's always great to, uh, to see you guys, to hang out, uh, to be on the show. And, you know, once again, like, happy anniversary, and thanks for, for giving craft Cheers, beer man. in our province a voice. And, and just, you know, educating and informing people about all the great beer that, that British Columbia is producing. There's a lot of talent out there. Go out. Go enjoy. Well said. Cheers. Well said. Thank you, sir. Thanks Cheers. so much. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, guys. How you doing? Shane here, owner and operator of Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street, right on the corner of Main and 17th next to the General Public Restaurant. Guess what? It's getting cold outside. That means that everybody needs jackets, everybody's going to need hoodies, and we're certainly going to need heavy sweaters, and we have all three of those. Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street. Come on down, grab one of those, and you'll be ready for winter. This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. It is the 11th anniversary of Just Here for the Beer Radio, and we are broadcasting from the legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam, a tradition we've been here a number of times over the years and if Just you've not f- been to the john b <laughs> why not why have you not been to the john b it's a, it, i don't want to say it's a destination but you know what we, we've come here joe and and some of the things that we always look for number one what what's their beer selection yeah. like right and number two what's their food like what's their food like yeah. and everything that i've tried here i don't think i can complain about anything well, not only that, but they are really one of the uh, the best locations for beers on tap. Correct. And a great variety. Biggest back bar, I believe. The biggest. Correct. Here, uh, let's let's introduce uh, Adam DeWolf, who is the manager of the John B. Pub. Is it the biggest back bar in in BC? In BC, I, I, just Ooh. off the top of my head, we have 546 different models. And there's probably just under 700 in total. Are they filed alphabetically? Did someone tell me that? Is that true? (laughs) We try. We try our absolute best. Depends on how the weekend goes. But, yeah, it's it's all alphabetical. Well, we don't want to dwell on the obvious, the elephant in the room, COVID-19. Obviously, we're getting through it, and we're we're dealing with what the realities of today. Fax passports, show your ID. Um, Are things relatively back to normal at the John B.? Relatively? Yeah. It's getting as close... As we can over the last 18 months, we've our industry has taken huge hits, and um, for sure, it's difficult for everybody, staff, customers. Um, nobody knows what to expect uh, each day of the week, and um, we just try to roll to the best we can. Smiles on our face, and put the customer first. Look at the face, though. I know. This, uh, no, this, is, this is not a visual medium, but I'll tell you what: this is a good-looking gentleman who I didn't realize he's been here 20 years. He's a baby face. How you manage to slow the aging process? But whatever you're seeing, was it oil of Olay? I don't don't know what it is, but um, but you've seen a lot happen uh, in this in this bar, both good and bad, obviously. But the thing is, it's such a cool room, and I wonder what the next couple of months 
forecast? Because, I mean, obviously, Christmas is only a couple. I know it's too early to start using the word, oh but, God. folks, it's, it's about two months away, okay? Um, do you think it's going to be a relatively normal Christmas season? Do you think it's going to be a relatively normal New Year's Eve? What do you think? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. All the restrictions for capacity lifted, right? Um, people want to see a, they want to see a full room. They want to see everybody smiling. I would love to see them dancing yes. again, masks yes. off, seeing yes. those faces. So we're hoping that she comes up with some different alternatives for us by the end of the month. Um, I know the mask mandate is ended October 31st. Um, yes. So we hear. Yeah. Oh, it is. Is that? Yeah. That's official yeah. now. Oh. As far as I was told. Oh, okay. Um, okay. All right. We were on the ABLE meeting, and right. they were right. talking about it. It's either the 24th or the 31st. We're uh, just for masks indoor. Uh, she has to decide on what she's going to do here for us. You were telling us uh, before we started recording, Adam, about the beer and, and getting people, you know, because obviously the John B is a place you want to be on tap, and, and clearly you've got a great selection. Um, what What is the situation like? Are, are you determined to offer the widest variety of, of beers you possibly can? Absolutely. Um, we spend an incredible amount of time, like as we were talking about before, if those reps come through the door. Um, I encourage as many as we possibly can see, yeah. or if it's me chasing them down personally, I hear about a new brewery, a new beer. I, I'm, my ears are fully open. I am here for the customers every day. Um, I love the four seasons of beer that, um, that we're offered here in the Lower Mainland. We have so many great breweries. And that's one of the things I try to keep going the best. Like we have, we just went through a great summer. Um, now it's that Oktoberfest time. Yes. Yeah, we're starting to see those browns and stouts. And it's just that revolving door of different styles is one of the things that just draws you to beer every single time I walk into a different place. I just want to see what they're doing, how they're doing it. And uh, it's, it, it's an honor to be here, to yeah. be a part of this community that has grown so much and in well, my opinion, or sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say it's mu it's much like the debate whether pineapple belongs on pizza. Pe does yes. pumpkin belong in, in beer? beer. <laughs> pineapple does not belong on pizza. That, <laughs> okay, might, see, I just go. got to throw that out there. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, I'm not name dropping, but I'm going to. I'm not a huge, overly sweet beer guy. Um, so most pumpkins I've tried is that artificial flavoring, yeah. that overpower of spice and cinnamon. I just had one of the ones that I could actually probably sit down and enjoy. Um, Phillips did it. And it reminds me mm. of Phillips way back when they were smaller batches. I'm not saying they're not craft, but um, it really brings me back about 15, 10, 15 years with them. Mm -hmm. It's called the Crookeder Tooth. And the way that the bourbon, they did a bourbon barrel pumpkin. It's not overly sweet. You get all those different notes. And the way the bourbon came through on the beer, it really toned down all the sweetness and all those notes, which, in my opinion, has got to be my favorite pumpkin beer by far that I've uh, tried so far. Nice. He is Adam DeWolf, the manager of the John B. Pub. This is our 11th anniversary show. And, Adam, um, we are celebrating with a collab uh, between uh, Off the Rail Brewing and uh, Bomber Brewing, both on Adnack Street and East Van. Um, I don't believe you've allowed yourself the opportunity to try it yet. I'm sure you will, but um, you're you've, you've, you're offering it here. That's we are. Great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If and if you see the can, it <laughs> looks <pretty> fantastic. Cool. <laughs> uh, just take a look at that when you guys are going out shopping. Uh, limited time only. Take advantage of uh, it while you can. Before, yeah. This uh, will be up on our uh, on our gram and <laughs> yeah. our Twitter and everything yeah. else social media. So what what do people need to know uh, as as we go forward? Um, are you taking bookings for you know office parties? Things like that. I mean, is it too soon 
to start talking about New Year's Eve? No. Um, the Christmas parties started rolling in last month. Okay. Um, we're fortunate we got a separate patio with the tent. So yes. now for Christmas parties, it's awesome. It's a great setting, lights, fully heated. There's a different furnace out there. So if you guys are looking for something like that, um, it sits up to 68 people. Um, so you can have a little staff function amongst yourselves. And I know there are still COVID rules with changing tables. Now you guys are one entity, right? That's the nice thing about having something like that where it still allows you to go table to table with your whole staff, right? We can't do that inside because we're still restricted on some of those things. You can't, you can't hop around, which is, that's a little frustrating, but we're not gonna get into that. Uh, you know what, I, I, I gotta give my cr full credit to all of the people in establishments like this, because we're being asked, you are being asked to do so much more than the job description identifies. And again, you're playing cop. You're playing cop in bars where if a person stands up and moves to a table, excuse me, excuse me, need to ma have your mask on and stuff. That's not in your job description. Never, never was. But you guys are doing an, an obviously honorable job. Are most people complying? Are you getting those? I hate to use the word the Karens of the world. The Karens and Kens. But are you getting, are you getting those people that are rebuking the fact that, hey, sorry, you know, you got to show your passport. You got to show your ID to match. Absolutely. And um, yeah. There's there's all kinds, right? And COVID's changed everybody, and everybody has their own experience with it. The hardest thing for me is, the, the reason I'm in this industry, I want to see people have fun. Like, bottom of the line, we want you to come through the doors. Yeah. Come with a smile on your face, leave with a smile on your yeah. face. And it's not the easiest task. Everybody sees all these rules a little differently. Everybody reacts a little differently. It, it is, it's very difficult because... I'm in hospitality. My job is to make sure you're having a good time, not stop you from having yeah. a good time. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing for me, right? Saying, hey, you can't dance. You can't walk over and visit your friend at that table or so on and so on. And that's the biggest challenge for me. Like, I see it in their face and they're like, that's my brother and his friends. And uh, I'm like, I'm really sorry, right? You just can't do it indoors yet. So we're hoping now that everybody indoors has to be vaccinated. Uh, that it allows a little bit of freedom and she takes a look at that and just people have fought for a great cause and now the customers deserve to be rewarded mm -hmm. in my opinion right 100 percent um adam dewolf is the manager of the legendary john b pub adam stay young my friend thank you very much guys it was a pleasure cheers lots of fun cheers Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. And that is a wrap from the John B. Pub, the legendary John B. Pub on Austin Avenue in Coquitlam. Joe Leary along with Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer Limited, JustHereForTheBeer.com, Brewery Tours at Just Here for the Beer, and at JHFTB on social media, Twitter and Instagram. Also check out our Facebook page. It's not always about the beer. Sometimes it's about really cool food ideas or sometimes just crazy stuff that's going down we, in this town. We do a ton of stuff oh, we, on there. We do a ton of stuff. Um, so, again, last year, a year ago at this time, we did our 10th anniversary show, and it was especially emotional because of the fact that when the show started, um, it was myself and your late former colleague and friend, uh, Colin Jack, that Correct. we started doing the beer show. 
we were three shows in and Colin suddenly died. And uh, as we often say, and it's you know, it, it, when you think about what can possibly go wrong in a new business venture, mm-hmm. you never think about what if one of us passes away. So it was problematic. Obviously, you jumped into, you stepped in there, you were a champ, and you decided and agreed with me, you know, we're committed to this thing. Let's do it in Colin's memory. When we hit 10 years, it was it was so encouraging to have Colin's father uh, there for our 10th anniversary show, which we did at uh, Monkey Nine Brewing in, in Richmond. And then, sadly, we, we lost Colin's father yeah. in the past year. And, and there is... There is some visual evidence. There is some video of, of that of that show. Yes. Uh, which, you know, hopefully inspires the Jack family. Because I don't know how often Colin's father was was videotaped. But we, we, at least we had the opportunity. That's right. And, and he was so inordinately proud of what Colin had started and what you and Colin had done together. And the fact that 10 years later, here is this little radio show that's still going strong. That's a decade, man. I told you on the drive over here. <laughs> yes, we talked about That's the longest this. relationship I've had in my life, <laughs> be it a work relationship, a friendship, or even, even a relationship, personal relationship. Nothing has lasted over 10 years. This one has lasted 11 years. You know what, Joe? I think it's, it's a testament not only to Colin's vision of what this was supposed to be, um, it, it falls within the purview of what Just Here for the Beer was meant to be, and it was always to help the, the little guy um, within the beer industry. Um, yes, it was devastating when Colin passed away, and, and I picked up that baton, and hopefully I, I've, I've made him proud. Absolutely, you have, and, and I feel the same way because I still choke up when I think about the origins of the show and the early days of the show. And, you know, when, when Colin was there... <laughs> And the plan was so vast, but we didn't see the end. We just saw it. We were like flying by the seat of our pants. And, and to think that 11 years later, we're actually here today, and we've got great sponsors and great support, people like yes. Whistler Brewing and people like Old Yale Brewing and people like Bomber Brewing and Off the Rail that are doing a collab beer for us. For and sure. Colin was not around to see the first collaboration that we did. Well, you know, when, when, when we started this, nobody expected no. the craft beer industry to no. explode to what we see today. Nobody really believed that we would have the customer base that we have right now. Well, it, it's funny you should mention that because I remember when we would approach people and they'd go, oh, you're doing a beer show. Yeah, I'd love to be on it. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. There's a cost involved. It's like, this is, this is a business here. We have to buy the radio time to, to, to do the show. And unfortunately, at that time, the, the local craft beer industry was just they, starting up exactly. and it did not have any resources they gave us all their best wishes. <laughs> we can't pay the radio station with best wishes. We need to write them a check or give them a credit card. So it, it was it was incumbent upon everybody to see that okay, there is some value here, and and let's see where this can go. We're three stations, radio stations later. Yes. I mean, the, the 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 today the home of Sportsnet 650 was our original home when it was 650 CIL, the oldies Correct. radio station. Yes. So it's kind of nice to see it's come full circle. But it's so incumbent on, upon people like all of our great sponsors, Granville Island Brewing. You, you name all our great sponsors, and they've been there with us uh, through thick and thin. And it, were it not for them, there wouldn't be enough. Well, and I think the other thing, too, Joe, that we have to both acknowledge as well is not only do we know these guys on a business level, we've become friends with a lot of these people. And, and not just friends on the on, – you know how you have friends on the outside? The, these are people that are generally – Rick, how's your kids? Andrew, you know, we talked to Andrew earlier. One of the first things we, we, we chatted about, how's your kids doing? What, you know, how was, how was the summer for them? Did you get a chance to get away? All of these things that, that you know – 
takes time to build those type of relationships. Absolutely, and relationships with venues as well, and Correct. places like the John B. Pub, our thanks to Adam, our thanks to the folks here that, that always make us feel so welcome. We've gone through a number of producers oh. uh, through the years. Greg Ballack. Uh, the most ridiculously yes. insane Blue Jays fan. I thought I was bad. This guy <laughs> and his wife are even way more of the top than I am. And look at him. He's not. He's hey, smiling. He's not saying He's not, not, he's not saying anything because the, there's no Blue Jays right now. Come on. I but, know. Uh, no, it, it's, it's so cool that we are able to, you know, convene every couple of weeks and, and sit around a table and, and, and introduce you to great new beers and, and talk about that. But, again, as I said, it, were it not for my connection with Colin Jack, this show ain't happening. This, yeah. th- this this day would never be here. Ten years was a milestone. Eleven is kind of cool. Hopefully we got nine more good years in us. And oh, we'll, I'm sure we'll, we we'll celebrate 20. I'm sure we do. But as we always do, Rick Mohabir, you've been a champ as well. Uh, cheers, and God bless Colin Jack. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Thank you for the support. Just here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through JustHereForTheBeer.com. For more information, check out JustHereForTheBeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.